0: Welcome to the 15 minute coffee podcast. My name is Alan Donovan and I'm here with Drew Fahey. This week, we chatted to the co-founders of COVID interns, Patty Ryder and Rob Mulderney. Patty and Rob set up COVID interns in 2020 to connect students and graduates with businesses who have been affected by COVID-19. In this episode, we talked all about how to set up a business while still in college and how to find the right people to work with when setting up your business. We also spoke about how to put structures in place to improve your relationships with others and how to prioritize your time to increase productivity in all areas of your life. Lads also share the tips on how to get your business in front of the right people and how to build a brand from scratch. I really enjoyed recording this podcast and I hope you enjoy listening too. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Uh, hello everyone and welcome to the new episode of the 15 Minute Coffee. I'm here with Drew and I'm also here with Rob Muldowney and Paddy Ryder from COVID interns. Welcome lads.
1: Thanks very much for having us. Oh, Great to be on.
0: Thank you for coming. So let's we'll get straight into it. Um, so the first question we had was, um, how did you go about starting your business while in college? And how did you pull a team together and find like-minded individuals who you wanted to work with?
1: Yes yeah, so myself and Paddy started just after our final year exams so um, we actually had the idea beforehand myself and Paddy were making notes for some shared document we were working on for an exam and Paddy mentioned the idea and um, we immediately got very excited about it and started going through the idea a little bit more kind of fleshing it out and you know the call went way over what it should have uh, went on a real tangent as we were meant to be studying but came away from it saying we've got to do this Um, but we we didn't try to start it in the uh, in the heat of revision or during our exams so we we said we'd give ourselves a few days after after our exams finished just to get a bit of downtime and then we'd start so we took a few days off and then we said look 9am next monday let's sit down and let's start calling businesses and let's set up a website um so we were working on the idea i suppose just kind of thinking about during college but we we essentially waited till afterwards um waited till we had a bit of downtime and then in terms of pulling together the team uh we didn't look too far beyond our own friends so we were able to know exactly who we were getting better so to speak and um what they what they bring to the table and you know one of the things i'd say about COVID interns is really strong team we all get along really well and i think it's a testament to that so yeah we uh we just recruited out of our i call it the network but it was really a friends group um, and it's gone really well so far uh, from a team perspective
0: yeah so as we sort of relate to that and the fact that we were friends first and we started this as as friends and um, so i suppose going on from that do you have any tips for balancing your professional and personal lives or relationships if you're in business with your close friends
2: I think one thing that I've found is given it's a side hustle, there's always a huge strain on your time. So one thing, I'll probably divide this into two parts. Having structures in place that frees you up and and allows you more time has been really beneficial. And the knock-on effect has been that um, I found that my one-to-one relationships have improved as a result. So I plan a huge amount. So for instance, I'll probably have a three-year plan that's kind of just long-term audacious goals. And similarly, my annual goals for the year will will kind of be like that but on a more regular basis I'll plan every 90 days so I'll divide my life into eight areas whatever they are my masters, COVID interns, family, friends, having fun, um, reading, whatever they are and then I'll set a 90-day goal so for instance if it's reading I'll hope to read 12 books in 90 days, have a 60-day goal and a 30-day goal and see how I'm tracking to hit those and then once that's done I always feel like I'm trending in the right direction and I'm kind of less stressed out, more at ease, and then I can relate to people a bit better. And similarly, every Sunday I plan my week ahead. So I've changed from a time orientation to a task orientation. So each week it might be my goal for COVID interns for the week. Do I have any college work to come up? And and then when I have time in the week, I'll take those off. And then as a result, you have more time for COVID interns and you you can just get on with people a bit better. And I think that's um, one thing that's helped me balance the stress load um, a lot more and I think one thing that we've all been pretty good at and um, you know I think the most important thing with going into business with your friends is to remain friends and, and why you why you like to work together in the first place and um, just in our instance I think it's everyone driving towards the same mission and being aware that everyone is juggling other tasks has been really important to that.
0: Have you sort of found that you sort of got used to each other's workflows and how each other work?
2: Yeah I think so Um you definitely adapt to each other but also another thing is trying to have a small bit of time where you're not talking about COVID interns and you know it might be me slagging Rob for Arsenal's poor performance in the <laughs> soccer and him congratulating Chelsea for uh, for their success or, or something like that but um yeah it's important to kind of switch off as well at times
3: 100% um sort of going on from that there going on to sort of different kind of questions How did you go from having a business idea to executing that and turn it into reality? Because I know you said earlier that um, it sort of came up during exams and obviously timing's really crucial. Who, like sort of what was the main factors that made you go, look, we have to put this on pause for a wee bit and then give it our full attention then?
1: Yeah, so we knew timing was going to be, as you said, crucial because it was COVID. So we didn't know how long it was going to last. We probably naively thought it was going to, last a lot shorter than it did. So we definitely thought like, this is very time sensitive, but obviously our, our final year exams are important. So it, it seemed very natural for us to to play it that way. But once we, once we finished the exams, I suppose we did give ourselves a few days and then we just put a date on it. So myself and Patty we never started a business or like we didn't start a society from scratch or anything like that in college. So it was the first time that we were really doing this. So one of the things that I found was really pivotal in us getting started was putting a date on it, really agreeing to it and then holding each other accountable to it and talking about it as um, like a set in stone thing. And once we once we started, I, I remember being kind of paralyzed by not really knowing exactly what to do first, because obviously nothing's there yet. So you have to create something. So I think the first thing we did was um, we created a little bit of operational stuff. So the website made a LinkedIn page, started getting some content together for that. But we also spent a good bit of time just calling local businesses. So sat down at 9am on the Monday and I remember going on Google Images or Google search and um, looking for local businesses in my area, calling them, asking for the manager, trying to get a call with them and, and then asking them what sort of pain points they're experiencing in COVID. And then a pattern started to emerge, and we realized that, okay, there's something natural here that we can follow with a solution. So, um, yeah, it's just getting started is the main thing. But then also you have to build something that you can sell, but then you also have to be there talking to people that are actually going to um, actually going to benefit from it. And at the start, it was just an initiative where we're working pro bono, so very much an initiative. We're trying to put people in touch with them um, with something that would help them so but you still need consumers you still need a market for that so market research really honing your pitch that all comes from getting out there and, and speaking with people so yeah both the operational and then the kind of sales side of it too
3: mm. it's definitely it sounds very a very labor intensive start calling up companies and trying to get trying to figure out if they need people and stuff like that there and you I suppose you sort of don't really see that with companies because it seems like such a perfect idea for a perfect time. You forget the fact that like not the perfect idea when you don't have it all put together, like, but um it's definitely interesting seeing how you have to go from one step to another at the beginning.
1: Yeah, I remember when we started, it was we were very enthusiastic about it because we thought it would work. Uh so we ended up doing a lot of work. I think we were working from nine till nine each day and doing some work on the weekends and I remember I started my job at Let's Get Checked. And so I was working kind of more of a nine, nine to five type job. Um, but Patty was there working still nine to nine. and We realized you had to grow the team. Andrew came in and again was working nine to nine. So there's huge amounts of work going involved, little things like you have to spend a while just understanding like who you are, what your identity is and what you're offering and holding a pitch as well as doing all the things that the businesses are getting onto you for and that the students are, you, there's just a whole lot of emails going into everything that you need to do. So um yeah, there's, there's a huge amount of work that at least I was naive to when we started. Um But yeah, through uh, kind of growing your team and really being dedicated to it, you can, you can get through it.
3: Do you think that the the time pressure with COVID, where you didn't know how long it was going to last, do you think that was a, a motivator to do them long hours because you had to get it done, get it out there? Yeah, was, I'd, I'd say so. It, certainly, it,
1: we started really quickly after exams because of that,
3: mm-hmm. and then
1: also one of the things, uh, and Patty, I'd say, you would say the same. Like once we put it out, we got a really good reception that motivated us too, because we realized that yeah, this this is working and we actually do have the potential to to offer really good service
3: despite uh, all that's going on. Mm. As you're saying about the reception there, going on to the next question, how did you go about getting your business in front of such a big audience like you have? And do you have any tips for doing so for companies that may be starting out right now?
2: In all honesty, I don't think that there's been this master plan and there's definitely (laughs) a huge element of luck along the way. But I think there's probably there's a number of of sub factors that have definitely helped out. So first was probably the brand. So COVID interns does what it says on the tin. It's catchy, but it's also a good story on a wider team. That's, you know, people are sick of hearing about. So I think that definitely benefited us in the form of getting press. And, you know, and once a couple of publications picked us up, larger ones picked us up and we definitely benefited from that. Similarly, small things, not sure if it had much of an effect, but we always felt that our our green branding was kind of resonated with the Irish and our our social impact on Ireland. And and that kind of helped out. And then our mission, similarly, we are students for students. So we got great buy-in from businesses there. They were, I guess they were more likely to engage with us because they could think back to when they were our ages and and things like that. Um, And similarly, we could sign up students very easily. So I think that we, through our own networks, we could, straight off, we had half our marketplace rife. So we could create partnerships, different societies with relative ease. And then suddenly we had an abundance of students. And then when a business came to us, we could deal with them efficiently. But as more students came in, the quality of the interns got better and better. So more businesses would come in. And then those businesses would tell their friends about us. And we kind of got these nice feedback loops from both sides, which was great. So. Um, just by having our feet on the ground and being able to create those partnerships definitely helped a lot.
3: Mm-hmm. Going on from that there, again, do you guys get any satisfaction from helping students who are struggling to get a job and businesses who are struggling due to COVID-19?
1: Yeah, a huge amount, like, as I was kind of touching on earlier, I mean, there's definitely some big shifts that were going into COVID interns without any sort of um, any sort of payment coming back to us. So the only thing really motivating us was the social impact that we were having with Mm. businesses. Certainly, I mean, if you were to ask me which side I would take the most satisfaction from benefiting the businesses with the students, like I wouldn't be able to to pick, but certainly with the students, you know it firsthand because we were students ourselves just recently graduated. And a lot of the people that are coming to us for jobs and, and getting them were friends of ours. So we could see firsthand that as well so definitely it's the most relatable impact that we were having and yeah like when we were really putting in the hard work for us um noticing that impact and being motivated by it really would have kept us going
3: mm. going on to the the last section now the questions we uh, well, pretty much the same questions we ask every guest the first question being do you have a book recommendation that has had a positive impact on your life
2: i think more generally just getting into the habit of reading has been the best thing i've done over the last two years Mm. and and you know anyone who doesn't read i'd I'd really encourage them to just start reading doesn't matter what it is but just get in the habit of reading and then over time you'll find out what you like and, and you can read across topics but um it's definitely helped me a huge amount got me off my smartphone which is a huge addiction to me and such a waste of time and I think our whole generation I think that's a, a huge impact for them um, and then I've just felt myself become slightly more disciplined and be able to think a bit more clearly about topics and I think kind of more widely it's such a such a it's such an issue for instance in the US 50% of people don't read uh, or haven't read a book in the last three years and, and 30% haven't since they came out of college so um, you know if you can read you are kind of really driving yourself on a, a huge amount but mm. in terms of of two books that, that really made a big impact on me one was um, Mindset by Carol Dweck so it's all about um, it, it basically changed the entire approach how I assess myself and um, it's basically about having this growth mindset and being focused on not getting from A to B but kind of that journey and those incremental improvements and suddenly I found myself not comparing myself to others. And it's always been instead of, you know, let's say I was hoping to get some score on the test and didn't get it. It would be such a drain. Whereas now it's kind of more the process and the journey and Stephanie had a, a big impact on me. And then Rob will probably laugh at this, but the Bitcoin standard by safety in the moose, um, really just helped me to think more critically, so much more about the origins of money, about what money is. Um, and I think it's just such an interesting space going forward for now. So I definitely encourage anyone who's reading about Bitcoin or crypto to to check that out.
0: So the final question is, uh, you said there earlier that, um, as we said, it's, we started in college, but uh, I know you're both done now. So I imagine it's it's tough balancing work life and college life as well as running COVID interns. So I'd love to hear what, what sort of strategies you, you use and how you go about doing that.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I'd say just blocking out some time. Um, when I first started in my full-time role, I was actually working American hours. So I was starting at 12 and working until about nine or later. So I had my mornings, which was actually really good. It's It's been a little bit more tricky now switching around because you're not going kind to of chain to the desk anyway for your evening. So the the option of, you know, your mates going out for points or doing something, looms a little bit larger when uh, it's something that, You know, I'd have the boss at work, whereas with COVID interns, it's just our team. So um, really keeping yourself honest in in the evenings is something that the way I've done that is just blocking out some time. So my Google Calendar that I use for work, I'll just have a block and some things that I hope to accomplish in it. Um, And then doing some work on the weekends as well, that's going to be inevitable. Um, And again, just having to think about trying to fit it in amongst your other... Uh, other responsibilities and what you want to do on the weekend as well is key um and it kind of goes back to what patty was saying there just understanding that you have a lot of different areas that you need to juggle and then piecing it together week by week so um letting it kind of flow in around the schedule but also push out some of the less important things so you, you do have to sacrifice some things you know if there's um kind of a, a bigger social event or sporting event, something like that, um, you can kind of let it take precedent or if there's kind of like a lesser thing, you you just work instead of it. So you do have to, you have to make some sacrifices, but you end up feeling a lot more fulfilled and, and happy and you kind of energized because you're no longer doing things that you were kind of, kind of halfway on anyway. You're only doing things that you're really seeing benefit from. So I've found it to be I found myself to be way more energized, having a lot of balls to juggle rather than just um, just having one thing like college or something like that. So um, I, I suppose you get in the flow of juggling, the, juggling all the balls when you do it. One of the things that when I was in stages in college where I wasn't juggling more than a couple of balls, I was thinking, like, how are they doing that? But re- when you get it on your plate, you realize that it actually kind of brings an, an, a renewed sense of energy.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it's interesting you're saying that. It's, it's, it's almost like the, when you're doing something you're passionate about, it, it's, it's much easier to, to balance everything and prioritize the right things. Whereas in college, it's easier to sort of let one thing
3: take precedence and slack away on other things. Mm, I think the, the key is just wanting to do it. If you want to do it, you'll make mm-hmm. time for it. And that's, that's, that's the be all and end all. Definitely.
2: Absolutely. It's, it's really important that it's enjoyable because then it doesn't feel like work and suddenly it's manageable. But I guess with a side hustle, the trade-off is always, you never feel like you're maximizing it or pushing it as far as you could because you have all these time constraints. So you also have to just go in with your eyes open and realize that there will be those hindrances too. But once it's enjoyable, it's, it's doable.
0: Mm. Yeah. Lovely. Let's uh, leave it there. Very, very much enjoyed that. So thank you a lot. Thank you for coming. Thanks yeah. for having us, guys. Thanks very much, That's a Pleasure.